Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But you're getting it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo here's a performer. Hey, hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional? Professional review of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Are you ready? More than ready. So, um, yeah, welcome back. We've been off for about two weeks. It's been a little bit of a hiatus, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've had a little bit of a break. We have, and we've been figuring out what to do with the podcast. We've been mm. having a little bit of time for reflection. Never yep. a bad thing. Yes. Yeah. There was a little mini clip that came out after, actually. I think yeah. it was called, like, It's a Rap. It's a Rap. And it, it really was a rap. There was really, <laughs> <laughs> really nothing to discuss about it. We yeah. watched it. Eh, yeah. It was it was what like it was essentially a crowning reaction kind of yeah. video, wasn't it? Which yes. do make their way onto YouTube after, yes. after each you know pre-recorded crowning. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, there wasn't a lot. It was it was no. nice to see some of the girls again. Yep. Um, do you know what I thought? I thought I think Davina the Campo is a I mean, she said it time and time again. She's got fifteen years experience of producing and editing. She yeah. can sing in five languages. She has a God knows it. Four an and a half range. octave range, thank you. <laughs> so she's let us know that and I think because she's been involved in production and uh-huh. editing she knew by the time um, she knew by watching it because obviously we're watching the reaction to the finale. Uh-huh. Um, she knew she didn't win. She yeah, just knew you could see the there was energy there was a the, there was something in her that was very defeatist. That was very much like okay, yeah. yeah. But you know what? I've I could lost. See, I could see in Viv. Viv really wanted it. Yeah, Viv would have been devastated had she not got it. She was mm. very much on the edge of her seat. But I completely agree with you. It looked like there was an, an element of resignation. Yep. About, about Davina. Yeah, she yeah. knew. And what's it? She goes, when she did, um, when they did Crown the Vivian, she was like, it's, it's all right, I'll, I'll have all stars. <laughs> exactly. And that's true. And I think it'll be amazing. She'll be a fantastic all stars contestant. I can't wait till the UK's first drag race. I'll tell, tell you what I want. I really want a UK versus US. We just got to get a couple of series under our belt first, yeah. don't we? Before we can do that, well, they've but really that'd be got wonderful. They've got two underway anyway. They've got yeah. congratulations for being. Um, mm. What's the word? They've been picked up for another season. Yay! So congratulations. Yeah. So we have another UK kind of um, drag race to review. We've also got season twelve coming up. We've also got all, all stars. stars. There's actually so much. So yeah. um, we're having a bit of a break, but um, in the meantime, we we do want to keep pushing out content. Mm-hmm. So in, in saying that, we want to let you know that today's episode, <laughs> yes, we're going to be doing the Puff the Awards. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> do you get it, guys? A bit like the Bafters. Get it? The Puffters. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what the Pufter Awards are, Dr. Tom? It's the most glamorous and salubrious yes. um, award ceremony of the year. Yep. And it's an award ceremony to recognize talent, ups and downs, wonderful moments in this amazing series of drag race that we've been reviewing. And the reason we've had two weeks off is that there's been lots of deliberation yes. as uh, who the um, recipients of these awards mm-hmm. would be. Um, it's been it's it's, oh, it's been through so many peer reviews. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> we've had so many people go over consultations, um, workshops. Yeah. So we did, it's not something that's taken lightly. Um, we might have to do this live the next time <laughs> because this is an event. This is a moment. It really, it's really is basically BBC worthy. If only you like, could see what we're wearing. Yeah. You know, we're in three piece. Suits. Tom's in Tom's in full drag. I'm in full drag. <laughs> She's in full drag. <laughs> the Christie is I've, today. I've gone for a bit of a Janelle Monae kind of, you know, man suit kind of look. Um, um 
Yeah. I'm going for the classic Skelly Chev um, <laughs> Scouser look. <laughs> and you know, don't you look stunning? An Adidas Nike. Yeah. And He's actually wearing an Adidas gown. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's high fashion here. It's a, this is a formal wear in, 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 in Liverpool. It really okay? is. All right. So the Pofter Awards. Yes. So it's basically the awards, are like season seven. If you watch season seven of RuPaul J. Grace U- US, mm-hmm. they had the, what was Despies. it? The Despies. That was like. Pearl's kind of waking up episode, yes. wasn't it? It was a good episode. Right on, your heart is burning. So it's basically that. So let's get oh, into it. That was the infamous moment as well, wasn't it? Is there something on my face? Oh, that was the R- episode. Ruin Pearl's stare down. It was good. So let's get into the awards, okay? Hey. Welcome to the Pufter Awards. Dun, dun, now, dun, dun. the first award is the Violet Tchotchke Passing on the Crown Finale Award for their best look of the season. Now, first, we need to discuss their Violet Tchotchke moment mm-hmm. when she came out. Was it season season eight when finale? she passed it on to Bob, didn't she? And she walked out. And if I was Bob the Drag Queen and who was it? Naomi and Kim Chi. Yeah. This is my finale. I really want to prove that I should uh-huh. win this. Yeah. And then she walks out looking like that. I would, I would have just walked <laughs> off stage. <laughs> That's Violet Chachko all over, though, isn't it? She's like, well, this is kind of all about me. Yeah. So well, even RuPaul, <laughs> like, yeah, like I can't believe RuPaul gave that clearance. I know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, I can't believe RuPaul let that happen. That prosthetic crown stuck to her head like some oh alien my gosh. queen. That, She's like the xenomorph princess. The best look in. And I, I f- this is my opinion in runway runway history. It's, it's hard to think race. of one that's better. I mean, yeah. I've got some other faves, but it's hard to think of but one that that's one definitively one. better. Yeah. So this is the Violet Chachki passing the crown finale award for the best look of the season. Yeah. What? Who do you have? Who do you have? Who you know, do you think? I'm actually finding it hard to choose. But when I think about it, most of the looks are faves or DDCs. One of crystals. Um, I think crystals. What one of crystals? I really loved crystals. Which one? Um, uh, Posh and a penny look. I thought it was fantastic. The kind of um, Hermes meets Marie Antoinette with the beach ball peignoirs. Peignoirs. Uh, Peignets. I loved that look. Oh, that was a yes. That was. Yeah. Oh, yes. It yes, was that beautiful. was good, actually. Um, I think. I, I mean, I love. What's impressive about that, about that is that it was constructed. Yes. It, so it didn't was, look constructed, yes. did it? I loved um, Davina's. Um, do you remember her um, what did they call it genetically modified drag when she yes. was like a kind of yes. mermaid yeah, selkie kind of globey, kind of yeah, on yeah. Yep. that was beautiful I loved a lot of Viv's looks I like um, Vivian's Vivian Westwood kind of um, was the, the tartan the bear. Pete Burns look what Oh, sorry, Vivian's... I got it all wrong. Sorry, I'm talking about Davina. Davina's yeah, yeah, yeah. Tartan bag look. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, I loved her that. kind of David Bowie, Piero. Yes, I loved that. Vivian and again, that was constructed by her. That was fantastic. They, well. they were both worthy top two for that yes. one. I lo- lo- liked a lot of Viv's look. I loved her Bond runway, the kind of Grace Jones meets Brigitte uh, Nielsen. Oh, we met the designer. We met the designer. We met the designer. What a talented gentleman. At, at the Lisbon yeah. in, uh, in Liverpool. Yeah. Very, very nice guy. And his partner was lovely as well. Yeah. I love the Viv's um, Mother Nature look. It was so high concept. The the rainy day uh, with yes. the blue face, the stormy yeah. storm cloud hat. It was so conceptual. I loved. I it. loved DDC's um, the horse, the run that horse yeah, runaway gorgeous. look, pastel equestrian yes, jockey. I thought that was good. And um, blue hydrangea. I loved her that clown look. 
the the rainy day one yes, rainbow bright I loved yeah it. i loved that it. it was just so colorful and beautiful and the makeup was just stunning yeah that was gorgeous it was good yeah but we have to choose a winner do we have to agree on the winner no we don't at all yeah do you know what i'm gonna Who's yours i'm gonna go no for... we have to agree it's an award we can't give two awards my nominee is gonna be um the vibs finale look uh, i keep in my mind i keep coming back to it i just think it was oh, elegant was stunning, stunning. Barbie mint and sealed box, bit of Glinda the Good Witch in there as well. And just perfection top to toe in that look. Absolute drag perfection. The mug was beat, the hair was high. My favourite look is the... It's one of the men of the campos, actually. It's um, her horse look or the tartan bag look. Mm-hmm. Um, Can we agree? We have to agree. Can we, you know what? But I did love Vivian's finale, finale look. Uh, Am I going to, which one of us is going to compromise? I don't know. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'd be happy to go for DDC's um, construct, uh, Posh and a Penny. Yes. I will happily. Yes, because she constructed it. Yes. Can we give it? Can we give it? She showed so much talent. She used a really hard to use material. Yes. It was high fashion. And she didn't come with a pattern either. Yeah. High fashion, complimented by Twiggy of all people. Cool. All right. So we agree. So the winner of this award is Davina the Campo. Congratulations, Davina. I'll try to find some clapping editing (laughs) and editing and just be like, woo! (laughs) The the post production wizardry (laughs) on this show, you know? All right. So the next award is the Raja. Gemini Best Runway Award. So the queen who brought the best looks, yes, consistently, consistently who had runway consistency, who had the best. Looks. Um, I I can only think of one girl. I can think of two. Ooh, for consist- me, for consistency. Well, I mean, for me, it's between the Vivian and the the Camper. Again, um, I can see both, but for me, it is Viv. I don't think sh- the only one that could even be considered a little bit of a misstep. And it's it's was still, it was terrible, genetically, genetically modified. Yes, I really one. liked that. It was kind of like the Grinch meets old Greg. Yeah, but doesn't they speak to your taste levels? <laughs> because that was ugly. Shade rattle. <laughs> <laughs> it was ugly. Um, I I enjoyed Viv going for something weird, something different, something a bit comedic. Um, mm. and something nice, something unusual, something different. <laughs> it's nice, yes, it's different, it's unusual, unusual. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It was ugly. <laughs> it was that, ugly. But that is literally her only one that could be considered an yeah. even vague misstep. Everything else was top What about tier. Blue Hydrangea? Blue gave me fantastic makeup every time. It wasn't always balanced out with an amazing outfit. You're right. Like it, that eye one was yeah. amazing, but then... When you went she was wearing a red poncho. She was just wearing a poncho. Um, even her equestrian one, gorgeous from the head up with that kind of diamond-studded horse on her yeah. head, but then really, really you simple. You know what? I feel like we're sleeping on something wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're sleeping on something wrong because um, I think she's actually... like she's Having brought... said that, you know, the, the first runway, which was luck-based, she was top three and she did do a fantastic she's job. She's build-ups. That first, <laughs> her mm. first episode was build-ups. So like, what? Mm. Something was got something. Yeah, just something like, to show. Yeah, I just went downhill uh, after yeah. that. No, okay. In, in all seriousness, I think it's going to be between the Vivian DDC. You're right. The Vivian only had that one misstep. I think DDC had more missteps than Viv. Yeah, I, th- I think we'll 
looking at because the Divina the Campo brought such great conceptual yeah. ones, whereas um, Vivian brought just really aesthetically pleasing. She's just some concepts as well, but I think consistently well, this award has to go to the Vivian. She's so. eye candy throughout. Yeah. Absolutely. Should, should we say the Raja Gemini Best Runaway Award goes to the Vivian? Yay! Yay! Our Scout heroine. Yeah. <laughs> right. The next award is the. Jiggly Caliente post apocalyptic <laughs> award for the worst <laughs> runway look. We've got to give a little shout out to LaShawn Beyond for coming up with the term post apocalyptic, haven't we? Post apocalyptic. <laughs> so, the, the worst runway look. So We've had some discussion around this, haven't we? and you can factor in different things. Like, it's what you've got terrible runways that people made while they were there, and you've got terrible runways that people brought, you know, that were actually constructed elsewhere. They paid money for perhaps they had or and they, they had still time to make it was good enough. and it still was terrible. <laughs> At least Jiggly had the excuse of it, it was a construction challenge. Yes. She had no skills in that realm. Who who are you talking about here? And which queen are you are you reading right now? What in in, in UK, UK or um? I think a lot of Cheryl's looks are actually really pedestrian. Very much off the rack. Very much that. Like I've seen, I've seen just normal girls yeah. walking more draggy type things. Than I mean, I've... we live in Liverpool. Come off it, of course we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gorgeous scouts. Not even the scouts woman. I've seen, <laughs> exactly. I've seen the lads at the gym. Was they more extravagant than was Cheryl? Lad on, bloody hell. Um, so I think Cheryl could be criticised for that kind of pedestrian thing. In terms of the worst thing that was constructed. In, in this season, I I don't think the bottom... Well, actually, the bottom two were kind of... Like, definitely vinegar. Yep. That paper monstrosity. <laughs> you know? Yes. It was it was atrocious. Um, but bless her, she... <laughs> I wish she'd gone with the burger bun because it looked more exciting. Well, she, she was, she was going to go with that inspiration, um, mm. that toothbrush inspiration one. Do you remember? <laughs> it was fascinating to think of her thought process. But the hamburger would have been really, really good as well. Burger um, bun realness. I, I thought, didn't I, that like, she should have done like layers. She should have had burger bun at the top and there should have been like stripes of like lettuce, mustard, burger, more burger bun underneath. It would have been high concept and fun. Vinegar's paper book look is up for, up for nominees here. Yeah. Yeah. We've also got, I feel, gothy Kendall. For a fashion girl. For for a, well, yeah, for a fashion yeah. queen, for an Instagram queen. Yeah. Um, it, and those are the looks that she brought. That's the mm. thing. Like, it, it wasn't even like, okay, Vinegar had to make that monstrosity of a, of a thing. <laughs> I mean, that was made on, on the pressure of being on the show. But Gothy brought that crap. It's, it's true. I mean... I mean, what was Gothy guilty of there? I mean, in the first episode, she had the the estate agent yes. who went to Regents Park, and then she had that really, really like GCSE yeah. school project look of the um the Queen, which made her look like she was half naked. Oh, it was. It's it was unfo- uh, you know what? It's something that you buy in like yeah. a party costume. Yeah, it's so unfortunate because. She went home on a look base challenge and she's a look queen. But what we've seen of her otherwise is actually stunning. Her entry look was fabulous. Her reunion, her reunion look, look was, was my favourite. Yes. And we saw a picture of her recently on Instagram, didn't we? Um, at um, a, sh- a live show. Ah, oh, She's really good. She was stunning. Like, she really does work this kind of mixing a bit of fetish with a bit of like um, classic. Glamour with like feathers and chiffon and that Detox kind of thing. Detox with the feathers. Detox with the feathers. Okay, so I mean, from if we're just going on the worst 
runway look. And we're not going to... It's not about who made it and who bought it. Missing out Scaredy Cat as well. I, mean, I hated some of her looks. What looks? Um, the baby queen look, which didn't even look like a baby. Um, her hometown realness was really hodgepodge. I liked her hometown realness. I kind of liked her Bond girl look, It was look, very though. Stevie Nicks in the woods, don't you think? Um, I think she was really mixing up her concepts too much. So, like, bits of 60s, um, bits of, of... And she she couldn't even, like, name it. She said, I guess it's mythology, kind of. And it's like, what mythology? Tell me a bit more about it. <laughs> what have you been reading about? What is your thought she's process? She's only 19. Here? Still. Yeah. She's on Drag Race. Okay, who who was it? For me, it's... has to be Vinegar. has to be Vinegar. Because even some of the runway <laughs> yeah. looks that Vinegar brought, like her yeah. Bond girl thing was ill-fitting and creased and oh, top God, it. I can't believe, I can't believe we forgot about yeah. that. Her run, her yeah. bloody Bond look was mm-hmm. just... Oh, it was off. It was off. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Much as we love her, it has to be Vinegar. Yeah, to the winner of the Jiggly Caliente post award <laughs> for the worst runway. I wonder they do post apoloptic <laughs> you know, like uh, the tribe in Africa. <laughs> for the worst tribe. runway look is Vinegar's paper bag look. Congratulations, Vinegar. Congratulations, Vinegar. We love you. The next is the Trinity K. Bonet Best Lip Syncer Award. Trinity K. Bonet. So people are probably going to be like, Trinity K. Bonet, why is she the person aligned with the Best Lip Syncer Award? Because I said so, and that's basically all that needs to be discussed. Moving on, and and also, <laughs> if you doubt it, please go back and watch some of her lip syncs because they're amazing. Oh, I, she was the lip sync assassin of her season. I think she definitely was. I I still watch her. Um, that what a man, what a man was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I, every woman. Yes, yes. Um, even the one where she went home, where she was against a, a door. door. I think I think they Biology. wanted a door to stay. It was very much a uh, a Cheryl. A sure whole yeah. moment where yeah, was, they brought it? Paula Abdul for Adore, so they couldn't send her home on that time. Very but well observed, like, yeah. it came down to editing. Like, I don't think that Adore could ever beat Trinity K. Bonet in a lip sync full stop. It was also Trinity. There's it was no on either way. her third or fourth lip sync at yeah. that point, and nobody's ever survived beyond that. Exactly. The other person we thought of was, of course, Coco Montrese. But we've yes. got her safe for later. Yes, well, yes, Coco yeah. Montrese is another lip sync but we had to save her for something else. Yeah. So this is the Trinity K. Bonet Best Lip Syncer Award. And I am nominating Bag of Chips. And I am not disputing it. Bag of Chips. It's stunning. Bag of Chips is class. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it up a different key i did a a cheryl and just found my own key um bag of chips for me gave the best lip sync of the episode oh sorry of the season completely agree um so definitely bigger chips is up there like cheryl hole has to be put up as a nominee now i respect your opinion on this and i think she did give like a technically good high energy it was, lip sync. Uh, take away the fact that she bragged about being in lip sync. That's what take, bothers me. Yes, yes. Take away all of that. If we had just watched her yeah. as a normal queen go into the lip sync and then do that, we would love her. Yeah. It was. It didn't live up to my expectations. That's my problem with it. There was so you much know, build up. It was, it, was, it was so much build up. Um, so I, I don't know how I feel about that, but you can't deny that it was a good lip sync. Yeah. Another person that I want to put up there is I really loved Vinegar Strokes. Yeah, I thought she was fab. Vinegar Strokes did give good. I mean, there was the one which who was she? Who, the one that she got sent home was against was it something? Crystal? Something. Yeah, something. She one. did that crawl. Yeah, 
and was like all over uh, the show. She was wearing her new delusion, yeah. new delusion, and it was too slippy for her. It was too her. slippy for her. Yeah. And then we went to the cut of Michelle Visage, and she's like, "Girl, we, girl, you girl, understand? We work together. What's yeah, going on? Get yourself up, Dude, oh, get her up there. The hell are you doing on that floor? Girl? Show some dignity." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but I really did like um, vinegar strings. I really, I especially loved vinegar in the um, the Dua Lipa. Lipa. Yeah, it was, was good. Really, really good I on there. The only thing that Amin B, <laughs> Amin B did not like me and B had this Amin B. Um, y- y'all know B from last week. <laughs> me and B were having a discussion. And we were watch. We we're talking about that lip sync, and B was like, "You know how she does that reveal? Yeah, she, that one." I love that. Two, and then so she throws off her turban, and two, she throws off that wig. Yeah, and she's and underneath that wig is the monstrosity of it's like three strands, and then flattened to her head. And B was like that wig. That weave is homophobic. <laughs> and I'll, it's and then true. We're, we're both like, you know what? RuPaul would have said the first time in Drag Race history, mm-hmm. did she want you to take that wig off? <laughs> you Three, three, should yeah. have been take off that damn wig because that uh-huh. is the most ugliest wig ever. <laughs> Let, absolutely. And let's not forget, it is possible to have a decent, you know, three wig reveal yes. like Asha in, in um, All Stars 3. Mm-hmm. You know, when they had their wigs on, wigs on, wigs one way. Yes. Azure did a fantastic job with that. Yes. Um, yeah. So, who do you think the winner is here? For the Trinity K Bone Abyss Lip Syncer Award. I really like what Vinegar gave us. Mm-hmm. So, props to your mama. But um, the, the only lip sync that gave me tingles was um, was Bagger doing the Amy Winehouse Tears Right on the Road. Yes. It was fantastic. She, she embodied she the character. Was. She performed. She was just there she, to to she knocked it out of the park. Do you know what was so what what gave it so much oomph and impact is a the storyline led up to this moment, so yeah. we were already invested in this performance for her because of that storyline. Yeah. And then another thing is that it was a serious song. It wasn't yeah. her goofy, her being crazy and better yes. sausage. <laughs> it wasn't that. This was impeccable a, impression. Yes, this 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 was um the song was very very yeah. What can I say? Somber in a way. It's a, it's a I'd say that melancholy. It's, but it's kind of bittersweet that song, isn't yes. it? Because it's it's kind I'm of saying yes because I'm like, what am I on about? <laughs> no, you're right though because am I? Thank she, you. She's could talking you, could about. You, could you have started with that? Because I'm like <laughs> doubting myself. Because she's singing about the end of a relationship, but. Yeah. It's bittersweet rather yes. than truly somber, isn't it? And it was it was really it was really really cool for for me mm. and I hope for everyone else to see her take on a different character. I, yes, and it showed that she could. And she took us on that journey. I think Beggar owned that episode. She took us yeah. on such a roller coaster, and the climax was this lip sync, and she just sold it. It yeah. was it was amazing, and I think that all helped. But also, she was very very good at it. Yeah, yeah. I th- we fully agree on this. So, so the Trinity K Bone Best Lip Sync Award winner is the Beggar Chips. Clapper, 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 clapper. Congratulations, Beggar. <laughs> All right, the next award is the Charlie Hyde Get Off My Yard <laughs> Worst Lip Sync Award. You heard it right. The Charlie Hyde Pointing Get Off My Yard <laughs> Worst Lip Sync Award. Now, who are the recipients for this category, Dr. Tom? Well... 
We Did you of, say Skeety Kit and Gothic Kindle? Well, yes. we were thinking a little bit about this this season, weren't we? And I thought we were given a lot of like fair to middling lip syncs without many truly amazing or truly awful ones. But for me, a front runner for this category has to be Gothic Kendall um, with her, God bless her, her underwhelming performance of Dua Lipa. Um, just some of the literal dance moves. We, we celebrated that though, didn't we? We do. Like now when I'm in the club and yeah. I hear the Julie Lipa song come on, I do the one, two, three, <laughs> four. I didn't in the lyrics, <laughs> but Gothi made it happen. It was a pick up the phone. She was, she's, you know, it's, it's like what we call it. It's like a white Sunday. It's Sunday school. It's mm-hmm. what you do at church. Yeah. That's the, that kind of choreography is very literal, yeah. you know? Um, yes. So, Gothi Kindle and Scary Cat. I mean, I can see where you're coming from with Scary Cat's lip sync because it was really all over the place. But I could kind of get where she was coming from because she did something kind of like silly and goofy and campy. And I could appreciate that she was at least giving that a go mm. um, because when it was a Bananarama song Venus and I think I think Blue did better to give it a high energy kind yes. of pop star performance but she was going very very silly comic comic yeah, but let's not forget Bananarama had a real sense of humour about themselves they did lots of comedic bits their, their videos are often peppered with humour they did a collaboration with French and Saunders at one point and I just think it wasn't completely off the mark for her to try and do something silly and goofy. Having said that, I didn't enjoy watching her. Mm. I think there's no competition here. I think I think the award goes to Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. And we love her, but it was, yeah. I mean, that, that should never have graced the stages of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I wonder if RuPaul was having doubts. Like, mm. oh my God, this season's not going to be picked up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to stop, we're stopping production after this. What she needs to do is stop stunt casting, mm. really. You know? What's stunt casting for our listeners in well, Mauritania, South Africa, all over the world? Mexico. For, the, for those listeners, can you tell us what stunt casting is? I think it, it's, my understanding of it is when a queen is cast um, for like storyline and impact rather than for having a good set of skills. Mm. And maybe she's got like a good Instagram following, but we you know, don't know how that would translate. Yes. On, yes. All right. So that award goes to the Gothi Kendo. Congratulations, Gothi. Congratulations, Gothi. <laughs> the next one is. The Miss Cuckoo Congeniality <laughs> Award. Hello, so, Miss Amores. Do you want to see my cuckoo? <laughs> Who is Miss Congeniality? Because they didn't award one, did they? Which they didn't. It, which seems a, a bit of an oversight yeah. to me. It's usually, isn't it? It's usually, well, many queens, many amazing queens have received this in the past. Latrice Royale, Jada Sophia, um, Jessica Wilde, did she get it? Yes. Um, many amazing queens. Okay. But um, it's usually you know what what we're crowning Miss Congeniality. You heard it here first, Miss Congeniality for RuPaul's Drag Race UK. The nominees are Uh, the Vinegar Strokes. Yes, 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 definitely. Vinegar. She was full of love, full of love, and I would say Davina the Campo definitely is. Well, yeah, Miss Congeniality. Well, from from the group. I would say so, yes. I guess it de- depends what you use as your definition. And what I about think Crystal? Crystal, I mean, I love Crystal. I think she's super talented and it wasn't necessarily the, the best forum for her skills, Drag yeah. Race. Um, but I, th- I always think kind of like 
the true Miss Congeniality should be the one you hear the girls speaking most fondly of in terms yes. of this girl was lovely, she helped me, she's a sweetheart. That's what I want to hear about Miss Congeniality, really. Mm. Um, Tara should have got it, but got, that's beside the point. <laughs> Absolutely. Continue. She helped everyone, yes. didn't she? <laughs> yes. Continue, um, continue. And in that sense, um, Vinegar's a real front runner because the others have spoken really fondly of her. A lot speak very fondly of Cheryl, but I think it's in a very kind of Alyssa Edwards sort of way in that kind of like she's goofy and she's, she's a bit just, of an airhead she's a good and she's time. sweet and she's yeah. a good time. She's not necessarily, you know. But that's not congenial. Yeah, it's not she congenial, congenial. Um, Yeah, it's how do we decide this one? Because DDC did have a moment where, you know, she was a bit, Ketty, and that was with the Vivian. I think DDC was more focused on the competition, mm. and if the vinegar have any moments where she went off at someone, no. Well, there's that one bit in the the first episode when she's on the runway, and she came off a little bit defensive with the to Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Garfield the cat. What's his name? <laughs> Garfield the cat was Garfield. a judge in episode one. That's right. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't. Was a Garfield, Ma- Thank Garfield. God it wasn't a Monday because he wouldn't have turned up. <laughs> it was Gar- so, um Yes, yeah, so he was like. We, what, what was it? What was it? Was um, the, um, she was just like, he was a bit like, I can, I can tell that, you know, you've got more to give. And she was like, that's right. I will bring it and I will bring it hard. And he was like, he was like okay. No, no. She said, um, let me tell you something. I fucking got it. Yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. And he's like, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. But it was really, was really. <laughs> was that was like, her only moment. Yeah. yeah really. And it, you know, she, otherwise she came across really sweet and supportive. She had that nice relationship with something wrong. She, she's a good yeah, support system I, for her. I, I think she's, 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 I think we have to crown her. I think she is so very, too. very nice. She, I think she seems like a lovely lady. She does. That's it. Lovely lady. So the RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 1 Miss Congeniality Award goes to... Vinegar Strokes. Woo! Congratulations, Vinegar. Vinegar will be sending your check 10K through PayPal. Post- yes. <laughs> through PayPal in yen. Before, ta- before taxes. <laughs> 10,000 yen. Okay, babes, we got you. Um, let's move on. So, oh, now, obviously, that leads on to the next one. We've got the next award is the Valentina Fan Favorite Award. Come on, fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think the fan favorite is? If we go mm. by Instagram. We've done our research. Yes, we go, if we go by Instagram, mm. the fan favorite is actually Bag of Chips. And I think, I, I wouldn't disagree. I think um, I think that she's really gained a following. She and really people, did. A lot of people have a real soft spot for her. There's also, um, we could also argue Davina the Camper because yeah. there's been, a, I mean, after the crowning where they gave it to the Vivian, there's been a lot of drama around uh, surrounding surrounding it but everyone thinks that the vino was robbed you will never ever um have a crowning where everybody's satisfied had it been the other way around there have been plenty of people saying oh the vivienne was robbed you know it's it, but with ddc again parallels with katia a lot of people are like robbed queen robbed mom kind of thing and it's like it you know she was it could have been for either of them. I'm not. Uh, I'm happy about the outcome, but I would have been happy if DDC had been crowned as well. Mm. You know, they're both fantastic. Um, I mean, there's no money lost here. I mean, no. guys, the winner was um, a series, a digital series mm. with the creators of, or the producers of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, wow, Anyone awesome. with a camera these days can do the same thing on YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube argue, uh, arguably is just as strong, if not stronger, of a platform yeah. than the BBC. I, I feel it's, everyone is on. BBC is just for 
the UK. YouTube mm. is global. Yeah. Get yourself a camera, get yourself a good team, yeah. and they can do just the same thing. Look at the kind of things that have taken off on YouTube. Like, I mean, I know it was endorsed by WOW, but, um, you know, Earn by Trixie and Katia. Um, Bob and Monet's show is fantastic, Sibling Rivalry. Even podcasts are becoming mm. more and more popular now. Everyone's starting to get into the podcast. Yeah. Um, just so you know, we, we started it before many others out there. So before other people try to copy what we're doing, we are the OGs. Okay? <laughs> All right. Well, the original we're letting you know right now, podcasters. We basically invented podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the fan favorite award will have to go to the beggar. I, I for me, I would for say me it's it is. Yeah, 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 every, yeah. Everyone's loving the beggar. The beggar's got the most she, followers. She's easy to love, isn't she? She is. She didn't take it too seriously. She was there for a good time. And she, she was is, very, very funny. She's quintessentially, to me, British. Yes, she has that going for and her. And she kept pushing the British agenda. Quite unmalicious as well, mm. in the sense that she didn't have much cattiness about her. She, she no. wasn't drawn into any conflict. No. Um, which was nice, and that's all we're going to endear you to people. I'm awarding this award. Uh, the Valentina fan favorite award goes to the beggar. Yay! The beggar. The beggar. Everybody's the somebody now. All right, the next award, the next award, the next award is the. <laughs> I love this one. As the Fifi O'Hara Go Back to Party City Villain Award for the Queen <laughs> Given the Villain Edit. <laughs> now, what is the job to be a villain? It's, it's very, very hard. And they're vital to your average reality TV show. So much so it's, it's that in the formula. Editing will, you know, producers will do their best to create a villain where there isn't one sometimes. Yes. You only got to look at um, some seasons where. Some seasons there was a clear villain, you know, the Roxy Andrews, the Fifi O'Hara's, you know, reality TV shows thrive off conflict and you need an instigator. Other seasons, it feels like, you know, it was a bit more in the edit and it could have been like in season seven where you had like the bitter old lady brigade with Kennedy and Ginger and they were they were being catty shady drag queens. They weren't yeah, being villains, were, but they, exactly. they got a lot of flack for it. Even Jasmine Masters. And mm. it's like there's a lot of racism in that flack, though. It's funny that you bring up the um, Jinx Monsoon and Roxy, mm. because in the podcast, um, Jinx said that actually, um, she actually had more drama with Coco Montrese. Did she? I but, didn't know that. Yes, she actually, she said, um, yes, yeah, she goes, well, it was actually always between me and um, me and Coco. So I was like, oh, that's really, really cool. But yeah. Coco already had the storyline with Alyssa. So then they obviously had to make one with Roxy and Jinx. And Jinx also said, I cried only once. And they cut that up into seven episodes. <laughs> she said, as she said, that's clever editing. She said, I only cried one time. And they mm-hmm. cut that up into, that's so interesting. into all the other episodes. So... Well, it just, it just supports what we're saying, isn't it? Yeah. They find a villain. Yeah. And when you... The power is in the editing. Editing mm. can make anyone look like anything, doesn't yeah. it? You do have to say those words. You do have to... And I like queens like Roxy, who when she came back in All Stars 2, she was very like, I said all that. I did all that. Mm. Was it pretty? No. Am I going to be different this time? Yes. She's wiser. Yeah. You come back smarter. Well, not Fifi, but you come back smarter. You come back smarter, saying, "If I go against the producers, they're just mm-hmm. gonna fuck me over again." Yeah, and I think Fifi O'Hara came in with that attitude she did, again, didn't she? and so they were like, "Okay, 
You want to be a bitch? Yeah. Bam. And there um, you go. Oh gosh, some of the clips and sound bites of Fifi from All Stars Two are just priceless. <sighs> There's that one when you know when the girls return and she's just been um, cussing out. Alyssa, I see my felt. Her facial expressions. Oh, no, she looks snarl, like she looks like she's snarl. dissociating. It's fantastic. Okay. So going back to that, on the topic of Fifi O'Hara, this award mm. is called the Fifi O'Hara Go Back to Party City Villain Award for the Queen <laughs> given the villain edit. Oh, just coming back to Fifi though, like even. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, this is um, because right. Sharon Needles has said on plenty of occasions as well that. Um, um, that there was a degree of um, her giving as good as she got with Fifi O'Hara that didn't make it to the edit. Just that they'd chosen Sharon as the underdog heroine and Fifi as the um, cruel oppressor, mm. you know. Okay, so who were the nominees for this award? Um, the Vivian? Do you know, we were talking about this then. We did feel like there are no true villains this season, but it's, it's who who could best but who, Yeah, but who it. was given the edit? Viv, Viv was not backward in coming forward. She was very well, assertive. I had to say the Vivian because a lot of the comments, because now I'm starting to read comments because, you know, we... You had a media blackout. Yeah, during um, our podcasting throughout the season, we were very careful not to listen to too many people's reviews. I did listen to maybe... I I did listen to um, two queens sit before me and it was the guys from... uh, It was uh, Chris and... Graham, you've yeah. got a YouTube channel, and they're really, really, they're amazing guys. And of course, I want to support my sisters because yeah. they've just started to do the same thing, except they've chosen YouTube as yeah. their platform. Mm-hmm. So I did watch this after mm-hmm. I would have watched mine, but I didn't listen to it. I stopped listening to Race Chasers. I did as well. I've, yeah. I've, re- I've re listened to it all since then. I yes. do love them. Have we told our listeners we went to see them live? We have, haven't we? we no, we, we haven't told them. But um, I, I would say we we try not to, to listen yeah. to other people's opinions. But now I'm starting to to read comments, read blogs, um, yeah. watch clips. And people were very, very angry at the Vivian in the first couple of weeks. And I'm like, we loved her. And I'm yeah. like, are we blinded? Because she's, she's our scout sister. But people were very, very angry at her, which... Which shows me that she was definitely given level and edit. For me, I think when you bring a drag queen into the mainstream, yeah. of course people are going to try to pick it apart. But people, and it's mainly going to be people who don't really understand drag culture. Yes, drag absolutely. queens have never, to me, drag queens were not the nicest people, and then they weren't the kindest, but they were the smartest, wittiest. They had, yeah, they had metal thick skin. They had, yeah. you couldn't penetrate them. They they were ready to cuss you out if you tried it with <laughs> yeah. them. That is a drag queen to me. Completely that, agree. That's what it is, and you expect that if you understand drag and, and gay culture in that yeah. sense you expect that that's what a drag queen is yeah. now you take that and you put it into a commercial mm-hmm. uh, into the commercial world of course people are going to pick it apart but yeah. for me that's what a drag queen is so I don't see the Vivian as being this bitchy this 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 real cunt of a person that they're saying in, in the comments in the blogs yeah. I didn't I just saw it was that's what a drag queen is yeah I completely agree these are not children's entertainers they're not they're nightlife personalities and entertainers they they're ready to, to cuss anyone out they're ready to mm, fight another yeah. a, another guy that tries to you know absolutely they, these girls have to take care of themselves exactly um and their main weapon is their tongue you know um they're <laughs> they're fabulous beautiful gorgeous vicious creatures yeah. at times but at the same time you will often find that they do have a heart of gold they have the but biggest they're, hearts they're armor plated aren't they yes. and 
I think this, there is a bigger debate or conversation here, which we've had several times actually about the mainstreaming of drag, but also how that makes it accessible to, you know, children and mm. very young people. On the one hand, it's great that they're very accepting of people with these alternative lifestyles, very queer people. Um, but on the other hand, there it means that children are exposed to a lot of um, adult, dark, and highly sexualized material, which yeah. is, you know, actually makes me feel quite uncomfortable. You know, when you see children at drag con and that sort of thing. And great, great that there's this family friendly aspect to it, but do children need to be exposed to such adult content at times? Because it's not, it's not that sanitized at yeah, DragCon. I, I, I think the responsibility comes down to the parents. Definitely, definitely. To understand exactly what they're going to be seeing. Yeah. Because I think some people can just get um, blinded by the flamboyancy and the yeah. yes and the and yeah. the love and love is pride and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then they go to these events and then they see pups. They see a guy and they see yeah, a adult guy pup and gear like, and, stuff. and like and like all this. Uh, all that fetish wear and it's like how, how do you, you explain, explain that, that to a child how do you explain that yeah. to a child like what is you know that people like everyone's wearing what do you call those harnesses yeah yeah and they're trying it's to like, okay good on you for trying to trying to like fuse that into like a normal wear mm. but like at the end of the day if a child asks you what is that it's yeah. How do you explain, explain to them that they're actually BDSM fetish yes, yeah so how yeah. do you yeah so Oh, gosh, I think we digressed a bit. We what, did, what's but the it's, it's an interesting topic all the same. <laughs> yeah, so, it is. So what were we talking about? Villains. Where am I? Who so, are you? <laughs> how you know, the villains, okay. I think, I think we're very much on the same page about our expectations of drag queens, and we love them to be shady and yes. bitchy. So the Having villain, said that. The villain's part of a formula. Mm. Uh, like every storyline... You need to have a, a villain. You need to have a conflict, and then you need to have some. You need to have someone that comes up, kind of like yeah, yeah the hero, the heroine. The villain in the season, for me, hands down, was the Vivian. She was. She had the most moments of what could be perceived as antagonistic. A lot of the time, however, she was actually giving quite good advice. Exactly. Um, and the only times when she could be perceived as as bitchy were maybe with Davina, although Davina was very much giving as good as she got, maybe with Cheryl, but she wasn't alone in her opinion that Cheryl wasn't presenting her authentic self. No, yeah. That and moment, describe that moment, because that moment was everyone. It was um, also mm. her friend. Yeah. Um, Vinegar was saying that's, that's not her Absolutely. Either. And then she had, you know, I think their attempt to make a villain out of her very much fizzled out by the time she had a conflict with DDC, which... You know, it was a it was a conflict that DDC hung on to much more than Vivienne, and then she had the the lovely makeover episode with her mum, and it was hard to deny how close she is to her mum. Yeah, and can I can I? Oh, I'm gonna say something. I don't want to feed into the idea that there was a villain here, yeah. because the drag queens are drag queens, and I think it needs to be embraced more. And and I think the villain comes down to the editing and I don't want to feed feed into that part. I don't, I don't want to give an award for this. Well, maybe the award goes to the producers. Yeah, should we just say the award goes to the <laughs> production Drag team? Race, production I mean, we love you guys editing. and thank you for giving us such an amazing show, but you're also the villain. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, hands up. There we Cheers go. To that. Cheers. Cheers to that. The villain is the producers. We're going to RuPaul here. herself. <laughs> just yeah. ask Willem. She'll tell you. And Pearl. <laughs> Very open about another. Cool. So we're giving that award to the producers. All right. Now next award. We're almost getting there. Um, we're almost friends with the awards, but the next award is the 
Bob the Drag Queen, are the trains still running? <laughs> Award for the funniest queen. I mean, is there any queen as funny as Bob? Bob the Drag Queen, to me, is my one of my favorites. Absolutely. I listen to her podcast, Sibling Rivalry. You guys should check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Us promoting them, like they need help. I mean, yeah. yeah guys, please help them out. <laughs> please listen to it's Sibling this, Rivalry. It's this li- you know, little <laughs> podcast that are just taking off. Um, Bob the Drag Queen was a uh, a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race, if you don't know who she is. <laughs> Season 8. Fantastic no, I think Bob the Drag Queen is one of the funniest queens. She's and one of the smartest queens. Smart. And, yeah. I think what makes her so funny is that she's really, really smart. Yeah. And I love everything that she does, everything she touches. So the funniest queens, mm-hmm. you give me one. Who do you think? I mean, there were a couple who made me laugh the most. Uh, Viv was one of them. V- who put 50p in a shell? <laughs> that Scouse accent really getting really refined at this Thank point. Thank you, I'm getting better. And also that bit she said about AJ Pritchard. She was like, this AJ's feisty, and he's only about that big, and he keeps shouting at me. <laughs> yeah. What was the, um, when they're doing the, um, there were the, there was a Frock Destroyers. Who was the other team? They were... Um, Filth Harmony. Filth Harmony. And she's like, I'm a oh, singer, Cheryl's yeah. a dancer, Crystal skinny. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> that was really good. She gives a lot of moments to laugh at. Who else made me laugh? Bag of chips. Yeah. I mean, when I think about her advert, her advert made me laugh the most. The the whole fish and chips supper and water thing. And just I... her lolloping around with a battered sausage in her mouth. Okay, it's crude. It's it's silly, Gosh. but that's her and she yeah. makes me laugh. I'm not, I'm not saying that she's not funny, but that humour is probably not my... It's not what I find. For, I, I, I see it and I appreciate it for, the, for what it is. I don't I don't sit there laughing at it. I, I just think sit there going, huh. Then. Our viewers should know that Baldo has a very sophisticated sense of humour <laughs> and anything that crass or base just doesn't appeal to him. I'm sorry, it just doesn't appeal. It's a bit crude. I'm sorry, I can see how them, it might appeal to the masses. But it's not to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've gone into Kim Woodburn. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sorry, my love. Hey, welcome, Kim Woodburn, to the studio. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I appreciate it. I think Davina the Camper has some really funny she moments. She made us laugh a lot. During the, um, mm. what was the something, what the... With the Downton, Downton, Downton Crabby. Drake-y. Yeah. And she was talking about Shiro. She's She was mocking Shiro. Yeah. She was like, she... She looks the part. She's got the voice, but does she know her lines? She fucking doesn't. <laughs> that was good. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. I thought, who else had some funny moments during it? Those with Daffo, the funniest girls. Yeah, they Daffo were. I want to give this to the Vivian because I think me the Vivian too. gave up the best humor. She was more most me, consistent and and like clever with her humor. Yeah, yeah she's got that Sparky Scouse wit. Yes, yeah. Just yeah. All right. Represented us. No competition. Well. The Bob Bob the Drag Queen of the Trains are running award for the funniest queen goes to the Vivian. Oh, let's not forget that she gave us the funniest match game performance as well. Oh, bloody hell. Out. Yes, exactly. China. 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 Yes. <laughs> we can't even do it. Was he useless? China. 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 <laughs> All right. And the next award, the Mystique Summers Medicine's <laughs> Bitch I'm from Chicago <laughs> Award for the best fight. Go fix your hair. Go fix your mug. I already fixed my mug, bitch. Yes, you do. You piss me off some more. <laughs> I will whoop your ass. Right bitch, here. From Come on, bitch. Right here. <laughs> right here. Put it right there. <laughs> oh, we watch too much Drag Race. <laughs> There's no such thing as watching too much Drag Race. I think we watch too much Drag Race. That was no. a bit too easy. All right. So... The award says the Mystique Summers Medicines Award for the best fight. Mm-hmm. Now, my, <laughs> I want to say, 
Michelle Visage versus Cheryl. <laughs> she goes, maybe it's just me, but you know, I just didn't like it. And then Cheryl was like, yeah, I think it's just you. I think it's just you, Pat. And then and then she's like, well, her name's not bad at sausage, is it? Ooh. Ooh. And Ooh. I, ooh. <laughs> That's and I, me told. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also think the Vin the Camper versus the Vivian. You know, we were racking our brains about this, and this is basically the only fight. Red hair and a silver dress. <laughs> you must be at the camper. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> what are you? Yes, I think. All I've seen it. for the past 20 years, or 10 years, is red hair and a silver dress. Bullshit, Vivian. <laughs> Bullshit. Tell me, who else do you know has a vibe and a half out the rage? Tell me, who else do you know has 15 years' experience on production? And does it? Tell me, who <laughs> she went off. Amazing. She went off. I mean, I think that's the only fight. What other fights were there during the series? Argue there was the kind of Cheryl be yourself, but it felt like more of a civil discussion and yeah. pe- people genuinely trying to support her to like Cheryl come off at the the kind of Laganja Alyssa kind of persona. That's not what we know. Like, be yourself. We love you for who you are. It, it didn't feel like a dog pile. There were no other fights, were there? Um, they made a whole episode out of. Um, Davina versus Vivian. There. Yeah, I think that was that was the drama moment. Even that had a pleasant resolution. Um, I, who do we award? I mean, I really like the Michelle Visage versus Cheryl. Should we give it to them? <laughs> Can we? I'd like to perpetuate the myth that they hate each other. Well, there was also the kind of like banter between um it was Michelle and Ellen Carr versus Jerry Hallowell, <sighs> and they were you remember that yeah. moment and judging, and they were just like oh. Basically, was like, like, what did Ellen say to Jerry? She's like, in the words of the Spice Girls, "Stop right now!" Yeah, because Jerry was just so clueless. Jerry's so, just from another planet. I don't understand her. Or I, I really didn't understand. Yeah, I don't know how. I think she. We'll save it because there's another moment that comes Isn't up it? where we can continue mm-hmm. this discussion. The one that's going to go to Michelle. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll give it to Davina and Vivian because that was yeah. a really, really good fight. It was. It was good. Um and what I liked about it was there was a, a pleasant resolution. They made up and there was mutual respect. What I also like about it is that we saw this coming from the first yeah. couple of episodes, didn't we? We did. We predicted we it. We predicted that this mm. was going to happen because we know our shit. We looked into our crystal ball. And we were like, "This, are, yes. Mm-hmm. So we're very right. So yeah. you guys should keep listening to us. Absolutely. Tell, tell your friends about us. We know, <laughs> we, we, we know our shit. We know <laughs> our shit. So that winner is the Vina the Camper and the 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 end. Okay. The next one is... Jinx Monsoon's Delusion Award for the Queen with the Most Misplaced Confidence. Convince yourself. <laughs> now, the first nominee is Cheryl Hole, the lip sync assassin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl, what? It, you know, she did just big herself up, and there was a lot yes. of expectation there. She did not do herself any favors, and we no. said we said in our first episode, yeah. if you are claiming to be the lip sync assassin, you've already set up such a high expectation for it. Yeah. So had she not had said that, yeah, had she not bragged throughout the show and in the Meet the Queens about her being a lip sync assassin, her lip sync would have been amazing. But because we knew it, there was a build up, and then we yeah. saw the lip sync, and we were forced to critique it as hard as we could because. Because we were expecting Dancing with the Stars. We were expecting Trinity K. We were expecting Coco. Pokemon Tree. We were expecting Darianne Lake. I was expecting something amazing. And that that wasn't it. So, yes, misplaced confidence for me. Shirokos a nominee. 
I think as well, scaredy cat just by virtue of being there. Yes. Um, having said that, scaredy did have this kind of like self-deprecating attitude. She did feel from the beginning like she was a bit like, I've never performed. I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I'm going to give it a go kind of thing. No, she was like, remember she won the first mini challenge? Oh, yeah, she goes, yeah, yeah, maybe she did. You, she goes, maybe you don't need experience to be a drag queen. Maybe you just need talent. Oh, Girl. I don't have talent. Your only talent is spinning someone's credit card. Whose credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we digress. We digress again. We digress. But yeah, she's like, all you need is talent. So it was like, ooh, mm, oh, girl. Shit. Ooh, oh, damn. Oh, I mean, everybody else who displayed some confidence could really back it up. Yeah. Viv and DDC did display plenty of confidence, but they were the very worthy top two. Um, who else? Um, you said Blue Hydrangea. Blue had some funny moments, like in like she got this real boost from the Mary Berry Snatch Game performance, which we didn't rate, did we? No, but I, I didn't. I know the other people uh, now watching every like I said, we yeah. watched everyone else's reviews. Now watching everyone else's reviews, I'm a bit like, oh, really? Well, we're sticking to our guns. We're not yeah, changing our really? opinion on that. Yeah. I mean. I think Blue had this kind of boost after that when she came a bit bitchier, but then she kind of mellowed and then she evened out. And then she, uh, by the time that she went, she was in this like really pleasant place where it's like her confidence has been boosted by the show. She's not being overly bitchy or anything. Mm. And she's just being fun Blue. She just had like a little wobble in the middle where she got a little bit too big for her boots, I think. Um, But I mean... Nobody was having like a like a milk level moment, were yes. they? Well, the nominees are Shiro Cole, Blue, Shiro Cole, Blue, and Scaredy Care. I'm gonna say the winner of this is Scaredy. Let's go for Scaredy. We'll go for Scaredy Care. She needs a prize at this point. She, she, yeah, I don't think she wants this. Scaredy, who's obviously listening to the pod, friend yeah. of the pod. Hi, 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 hi Scaredy. Um, congratulations, and, and and her partner Prissy Cat. Pussy Cat. Yes, congratulations. You yeah. are the winner of the Delusion Award for the Queen, so. the most misplaced confidence. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Okay, now we're going on to the best and worst. Yeah. Now, this one is the best and worst guest judge. We didn't have any parallels for this, do we? Can we think of any horrendous guest judges in the past? I mean, yes. Who's um, Latoya? Oh, Latoya. What, what the hell is Latoya? Why do you bring her on? She, I don't like her at all. You I know, Alaska really hates her. Good. It comes at time and time again. And she calls her enemy of the part. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, she, does she Apparently, she, for, uh, she, gave, she gave some really negative and unfounded critiques. That's it. I think five. to be a good guest judge, A, know your shit. Yeah. B, know what you're judging. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't have any experience in what you are judging, take it from someone who is a recipient of that form of entertainment yeah. and give them that kind of. But don't talk shit. Like uh, the other one who springs to mind for me is um, absolute image czar Jeffrey Moran because he popped up as a guest judge for like three or four. Pastor on party bottom. <laughs> As Alaska and Willem call him, <laughs> Potter and Party Bottom, Jeffrey Moran. But um, he, um, at times, it just felt like he didn't get drag. Like, he he, he would frequently say, like, um, you know, if somebody was, like, a little bit too cruise, like, I'd have fired her in the car on the way to the next job kind of thing. And it's like, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, have you met a drag queen? <laughs> well, well, that leads me to my nominee for the worst um, judge for mm-hmm. this season was Jerry Hallowell. Um, no dispute from here. This, 
I was like, has she ever been to a drag show before? It's, it's always when a judge has that sense about them, isn't it? It's like, does she does she know what drag is now? I just don't think she does. Like she said that she was scared of Crystal's ankle grinding performance. And it's like, don't watch Dracula, Jerry. Just and, do not. And she was taking offence. And she took offence yeah. to the Posh Spice. I lo- but it was so she funny. Was, I just, she was, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at her number and her her fascination thinking there's something wrong is the, the, dra- the future of drag. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? It was like when Sharon Edels was furiously beating her face. The future of drag. Future of drag. She, she after really a fight was like, with so People are going to be watching this because she did Dave Edinburgh. I'm like, Jerry, sh- sh- what the it hell? It was bizarre. It was absolutely And then she wanted bizarre. to see her after. Like, I was... I was like, it's like Jerry, oh my God. All the grannies are going to be watching this show now. It's like, Jerry, Jerry, no. <laughs> stop right now. In the words of the Spice Girls, <laughs> stop right now. The, nobody's going to be watching for a terrible Snatch Game performance. You know? You know what? I've, even Ellen and Michelle seem to have, I think they, they too were like, I felt like I was watching like, you know, a playground. Where it was like, a bit Mean Girls. It was, it was, it? It was very much yeah. Mean Girls. Because like, Michelle and Ellen were very much like looking at her like, mm-hmm. what the hell are you on about? Who invited you, Jerry? Yes. God. <laughs> Did someone, drop, someone dropped out last minute. They had yeah. to get someone. She was walking around the parking lot. Yeah. They brought her in. They were very like, Jerry, you can't sit with us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... The worst, the worst guest judge is definitely Jerry Hallowell. I mean, one, there was one who wasn't a judge, but she was on the Snatch Game, who is a close second. Oh, Stacey Dooley. Yeah, she didn't seem to get it. She, yeah, but the winner was would definitely be Jerry Hallowell. Who mm. was the best judge in your, in your opinion? I loved Michaela Cole. I love her full stop. You know, I've been following her for years. I mean, I know her from Chewing Gum. Yes. I've watched Chewing Gum and I love that. And her character, in, I just didn't realize how gorgeous she is. You know, she writes everything in there. Yeah. And you she, she, she's, she's a writer. Such a talented everything. woman. I think because she plays such a goofy character in, in, and she's so unafraid of like putting herself out there yeah. and, you know, making herself quote unquote unattractive. But like to see her in all her glory, um, like, you know, Looking glamorous, she was stunning. I listen of, of so course, funny. I listened to another podcast, Spilling the Tea. Uh, sorry, What's the Tea? Uh, RuPaul and Michelle. Also, who? Give who, them, who does that? Sorry, <laughs> our rival podcasts. <laughs> uh, give them a listen. I, I listened to um, Michaela on there, and mm. she um, she literally went on there and she said, um, I want to look drag. She gave mm. the instruction for the um, the team there to drag her up because yeah. I'm a drag race, I want to I want to look like a drag queen. Yeah. So she's obviously someone who's embracing it. She gave very good critiques as well. So I have funny to say, as well, especially her coming from the she's a she's a funny girl. She's uh she's on TV. She yeah. does entertainment. So she, the kind of um, feedback she gave was really really constructive. constructive. Yeah, I don't want to see slag. I want to see a super slag. <laughs> I really yeah. like that. And also, um, I felt like I was in a Berlin in a club on drugs. I don't mm. do the drugs anymore. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Well, we've all been there. I love I mean, that. But um, and I think that she's just so beautiful, so gorgeous. She's just so gorgeous, and her lips just just made me look her at skin. It was stunning. It made me look up some of her like red carpet appearances and this woman knows how to present herself beautifully. Yeah. And she quite often um, goes bald with no hair, doesn't she? Um, when she styles herself and stunning, just like just really shows off her beauty, those cheekbones, those eyes. Another nominee I want to put up against uh, Michaela Cole is Twiggy. Fantastic. She was great. And I remember watching it. I remember watching in 
watching it with you and taking notes and just saying it's so nice and so refreshing to have a judge who just knows their shit because everything that Twiggy was saying because Twiggy is a she's got experience as a model she changed the model industry which is why everyone has to be skinny now yeah yeah. she changed that overnight she was a judge on America's Next Top Model Mm -hmm. she is also a seamstress so she came seamstress so she came and she had all this experience all this all this behind her and the critiques that she gave was just so yeah so it was it was founded she appreciated what the girls brought even yes. something who was in the bottom two she was like it's still very impressive that you constructed that garment out of that difficult to use yes. material and, and she was like um to the the, the campo with the tartan she was like yeah I know how hard it is to 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 try to sew that kind of yeah. material. And then when Davina was like, I didn't have a pattern, yeah. she was like, oh my gosh, you did that without a pattern. Even so she, she was, you know, she was a really good judge in that sense. So for yeah. me, the best judge would have to be Twiggy because of that. Okay. Do you agree? I will. Good. Well, we, we both agree. The, <laughs> the best judge is uh, Twiggy. So, <laughs> all right, we've got not two, fully endorsed by me. We got our last, We got two more categories here, and then we sadly have to leave you guys uh, up until next week. The next one is this: the Alyssa Edwards back rolls back for the rolls? best catchphrase. <laughs> the best catch. Everyone in the world, say it with me. Like one, two, three. Much better. Much better. Much better. Much better. That's certainly the one that's taken off, yes. isn't it? And they were clearly very aware of it during the filming of the show because Bagger said it a bunch of times. Yes. It was a bit like... With Even in the song. That is much better, 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 better. So the nominees are much better. By Bag of Chips. We've also got Who Put 50p in Channel. <laughs> I love that one. By The Vivian. I've used that since. And also a favourite of mine, which I've used several times just when we've dispute, had a dispute in the household, has been Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. <laughs> that is a good one. Okay. Mm. Another one is Your belief is your belief, mm. but my existence is a reality. I mean, that's profound. And you have to say it like that. You do. You have to say it with that kind of like half full voice, half head voice. That was almost ASMR that you delivered that. Took it down a few octaves, Mm. trying to sound serious. Yeah. Yeah. So your belief is your belief, but my existence is a reality. I can't help but hang on your every word and just look like that. I might... In editing, change the reality to echo is yeah. my reality. T T. <laughs> <laughs> you know something like that. Absolutely. Right. Oh, she looks like a real estate agent who went to Hyde Park on her lunch break, <laughs> got her face painted for fifty p, came back to the office and said, <laughs> "What do you guys think?" <laughs> Paolo loves that catchphrase so much he even constructed a costume for julia on tekken based around that concept <laughs> i do yeah <laughs> if, you, if there are any tekken seven players out there yeah. i am very very good at it and i am um, <laughs> you'll if, if you ever meet me online you'll see my costume for julia which is uh inspired by that quote so the best catchphrase who's the winner here give me the winner give me the winner I feel like Bagger's a bit obvious, and it's not one that we use day to day. No, Bagger's the one that took off a lot. I mean, oh, the best catchphrase. It's the most popular catchphrase that's come out, and if we go by popularity... we kind of got to give it to her, haven't we? We have to give this award to the Bagger, yeah? 
Congratulations, Becker, for winning the Back Rose Catchphrase Award. We still have some more categories here to cover, but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing that next week, yeah? It's a two-parter. It's a two-part series here. So what you've done, you've got part one of the Puffler Awards. Um, the next part will be put out next week on Saturday, Friday. I hope so. So if you guys want to join us back to hear the rest of the awards, please do so. Thank you so much for everyone that's been following um, and listening to our podcasts and the feedback and everything. If you do like what we're putting out there, please feel free to review us on Spotify, review mm. us on iTunes, and flick us a message if you like. Please do. I mean, we've, we've loved this this sense of feeling connected to people all, all over the world, haven't yes. we? It's really, really wonderful and really touching. And it's really cool to hear people yeah. wanting to hear our opinions. We, we look at our little world map with our statistics and we think <laughs> wow that somebody you know in japan or somebody in mauritania or somebody in argentina could be listening to little old also us. a place in new zealand have you heard of that place uh where yeah new zealand it's the lower part of australia aren't you guys just aussies <laughs> you better watch it because if any kiwis listening they're gonna unsubscribe mm. anyway thank you so much and please um stay tuned next week we will be putting up more stuff and we will we will be putting up quite regularly until the next things come out yeah um if you didn't know what we're going to be doing in the meantime We'll be doing the same kind of thing that we have been doing. I mean, we've been brainstorming, haven't we? It yeah. could be to do with like current Drag Race tea or topics. Yes. Um, we don't want to become a drama channel. We don't want to be a drama channel. Because like, we're too, like, people that do drama channels, they don't have any substance. Um, I'm ooh, a qualified ooh, Opinions there. Well, yeah, they're just people who have opinions. And I, I, I mean, I, I dance. I think that's their do thing. do stuff professionally. Professionally? Professionally. You also are a well-regarded uh, consultant nurse define well regarded (laughs) consultant psychiatrists i mean um so i I don't want to become a drama channel it's it's just not our area of expertise there's a lot of people out there who do that a lot better than us isn't there yes but like i think we've brainstormed stuff about you know maybe retro reviews series overviews kind of themes in drag race to explore i mean it's it's our favorite show in the world there's so much to talk about yeah and we'll as soon as we hear anything you'll be hearing it from us so we'll keep on to on in that sense as well. Yeah. Cool. We want to thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned next week for the second part of the Puff the Awards. Until the next time, we'll see you later. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.